This is the day the Lord has made. Come on, let's rejoice and be glad in it. I'm Dr. D.Z. Cofield, senior pastor here at the Good Hope Missionary Baptist Church. And I greet you today in the grace, peace, joy, and love of God, our Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Love to the family. Thank God for his love that we can share with one another. Let me thank all of you for the privilege of your time, giving me an opportunity to inform your head, inspire your heart, encourage your spirit to be all that God wants you to be. Remember, you're not watching to make me a big preacher or to make us a big church. We are here to serve you, to help you to become the biggest and best disciple for Jesus that you can be. And I'm grateful today for this privilege to bring God's house into your home. Our scripture reading today comes from Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2. For those of you who are still visiting with us with family members or friends over the Christmas holidays, if we didn't get a chance to do it, we wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Luke chapter 2, beginning at the 8th verse. I'm reading from the New King James translation of the scriptures. Here is the word of the Lord. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in our heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told them. I've read for you Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 20. And this is the word of the Lord. And your proper response is thanks be to God. Let's go to God in prayer and ask God's blessings on our time today. Father, thank you for this opportunity to worship you. And we pray, God, that our worship would be in alignment with the worship that you are looking for, that we would worship you in spirit and in truth. 
even on this digital platform in this virtual setting help us to understand God that our worship of you is only limited by the self-imposed limitations that we place upon ourselves help us to know God that you are to be worshiped in spirit and in truth in both intensity and integrity and we can worship you wherever we are because you reside inside of us we bless you God we thank you for Bethlehem where you came to be with us and for Calvary where you died for us and Pentecost where you moved to live through the Holy Spirit inside of us and we pray now God that our worship will be acceptable in your sight it's in Jesus name we pray Amen. Man, we're so grateful and thankful to the Lord for this Holy Day season. I hope and pray that, that you have been blessed and I hope and pray that you have remembered in the midst of all that's going on that Jesus is the reason for the season. Hope and pray you've been blessed by our daily devotionals beginning on December the 1st and ending Christmas Day and everything that's transpired. Man, I just hope and pray that you've been blessed. Now, today we are blessed to have preaching for us a guest preacher one of our sons in the ministry minister Chris Johnson he is our uh, director of community affairs our outreach liaison one of our campus pastors here uh, he is matriculating at Dallas Theological Seminary he's probably about 75 80 percent done with his uh, curriculum there and is moving towards graduation uh, has a unique gift set and calling to minister to people who are not just up and in but even to those who are down and out has a heart for the community which is why he does the work that he does and one of the things that he is leading up here at our church is our juvenile diversionary program project hope uh, we're working with young men and young women who have gotten in trouble with the law helping them in school helping them and their families to navigate this situation and circumstance so they don't become a statistic and become part of the school to prison pipeline and I'm grateful for his passion and his leadership in this area and uh, we're gonna pray for him and pray with him that the Lord will use him today somebody say bless him Lord and let the Lord use him today to speak to us and to share with us from the Word of God all right listen elder Mark Taylor is coming now and he's going to minister in song and man we're excited about it make sure you participate in the worship experience let's give God the glory and honor he so richly deserves praise the Lord everybody we've come to celebrate the King of Kings the Lord of Lords his name is Emmanuel meaning God with us come on everybody let's celebrate Jesus today Say we sing, we sing glory, glory in the highest. In the highest. Let the earth Let the world rejoice. rejoice. We sing glory. We sing glory. Glory in the highest. In the highest. Let the world, Let the world rejoice. rejoice. I'm gonna say that again, y'all. Say we sing. Let the world rejoice. Let the world rejoice. Oh, 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 oh. 
rejoice. Father, we honor you today. Thank you for sending your son, Jesus. We celebrate his birth and everything that he's done for us. We worship you, almighty God. You are worthy of our praise. Hallelujah.
King of kings and the Lord of lords. He is the great I am. Yes, he is. And we worship Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, our
Let's go to God on this morning in prayer. Heavenly Father, we bless your name and we say thank you. God, we want to say thank you first for the birth of your son, Jesus Christ. God, it feels like this Christmas is a little bit more meaningful than others in the past. God, because of the weight of life and the weight of COVID and the changes in our lives and our society, God, we find ourselves this Christmas focusing a little bit more on the smaller yet the most important things in life. God, we thank you for the opportunity that you've given us here on this morning just to sit at your feet and to hear a word from you. God, we thank you and we love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have you ever been caught by something unexpectedly? You know, one of the most significant times in my life is when I was caught by something I wasn't expecting. Years ago, I was 
working in the music industry. And we had a project coming up, and I was focusing on trying to get this project done and had met with my team and was talking with my team, and we had everything mapped out, and we knew where we were going, and we knew what the outcomes were going to be, and we knew what our objectives needed to be, and we knew what we needed to do, and we thought we knew how we needed to get there. And so as we're preparing for this project to be released, we thought we had everything lined up because we had a plan. But something happened in the last minute. At the last minute, we were caught by something unexpected. You know, sometimes in life we're presented situations like this, where we are on a certain trajectory in life, we are going about our own business in life, and then we're caught by something that we weren't quite looking for. To be caught unexpectedly by something is to be put in a position where you're forced to adjust to the shifting climate that is around you. Some of you all have experienced this in the last year. As a matter of fact, Many of us have experienced this in the last year. COVID has caught all of us unexpectedly. For some of us, it's been the change in our work environment. We've gone from having nine to five days to what seems to be nine to 12 days now. It used to feel as if we were working from nine in the morning to five in the evening, but now it feels like we're working from nine in the morning to nine at night because the work days have been extended. We were caught unexpectedly by something that was out of our control. For others of you, you've been caught unexpectedly by the death of a family member. The recent passing of a loved one or a family friend has left you in a place where you are wondering what happened to you because you were on a certain trajectory in life and all of the sudden, the storms of life, all of the sudden, the things of life have caught you in such a place and now you're struggling to understand how to adjust. In our text today, we're going to read the story of two very unique group of people who were caught in an unexpected situation. Now, even though the person of the situation was expected, the way the situation unfolded was not. Sometimes there are times in life where God has told you what he's going to do, you've heard what he's going to do, you may even believe what God is going to do. But the how of what God is going to do catch you in such an unexpected way that all you can do is sit back and stand in awe of a God who is moving in ways that you and I can never fathom. Our text today comes from the book of Luke, the second chapter, verses 15 through 20. And today for a few brief minutes, and I do mean just a few brief minutes, I'd like to speak to you from the thought of God in the unexpected. God in the unexpected. 
What are some of the telltale signs that you must recognize that will show you and help you to adjust to when God is moving in the unexpected in your life. Because I would submit to you that while God may be moving in what is unexpected for you, it's always known and expected to him. We're talking about God in the unexpected. Remember, the first thing you must remember if we were talking about how to see God moving in the unexpected, you must recognize when God is moving in the unexpected areas of your life. You must realize when God is moving in the unexpected areas of your life. The Gospel of Luke was written to a group of believers who were not of Jewish orient. In Matthew's Gospel, as he accounts the nativity scene, Matthew lays out for us, from a Jewish perspective, not only the lineage of Jesus, but the nativity scene of Jesus. Matthew lays out the nativity scene of Jesus from the perspective of the Magi. And he talks about how these wise men traveled from the east and were looking for the promised Christ child. They arrived in Jerusalem, the place they thought that they would find the Christ child, only to be informed by Herod that the Christ child was not in Jerusalem. And so they were informed by Herod that the Christ child could be found in a small town called Bethlehem. And though he did not know the exact location of the birth of Jesus, what he did know is that the expected Messiah was going to show up in an unexpected place. However, when we go to the Gospel of Luke, we see a different accounting of the nativity scene. Luke lays out for us that the nativity scene for Jesus is against the backdrop, not of the magi who are searching for Jesus, but some unexpecting, unsuspecting shepherds who are just in the field watching over sheep doing their jobs this very night. God in the unexpected. Look at what the Bible says. When the angels had departed from them into heaven, the shepherds began to say to one another, let's go straight to Bethlehem. Then and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. This is the story about the nativity scene of Jesus. Unlike the gospel according to Matthew where the nativity scene of Jesus was captured through its interaction with the Magi. Luke takes a different approach to the birth of Jesus. Whereas Matthew looks at the Magi and their journey from the east to Jerusalem to find the Christ child, Luke takes a different approach. Luke looks at the shepherds who the Bible says are in the field tending to the flock. And the Bible says that there were angels who were a part of the angelic host. And these angels showed themselves to the shepherds and revealed that the Christ child had been born. 
And the Bible says that they heralded the birth of Jesus and they sung the following. They said, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among people with whom he is pleased. And the Bible says that this celestial praise that came from the angelic host was so impactful, that it was so majestic, that it was so awe-inspiring that when the angels departed from the presence of the shepherds, that worship was so thick, that worship was so powerful, that it invigorated the shepherds to say amongst themselves, let us go straight to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened. Remember, the first thing that you want to remember when you're looking for God in the unexpected is that you must recognize when God is moving in the unexpected areas of your life. You must recognize when God is moving in the unexpected areas of your life. There was nothing about these shepherds that indicated they should have been a part of this nativity scene. As a matter of fact, had you been a shepherd in the time of Jesus' birth, you would have not thought that the angelic host would have come to visit you. As a matter of fact, the most unlikely people who would have received a visit from God and the angelic host would not have been the shepherds. It would have been the Sadducees or the Pharisees or the scribes. But here these men are on the plains, on the Bethlehem and the Judean fields, tending the flock. And the Bible says that the angels reveal themselves to them through the singing of praise and the worship of Jesus. God moving in the unexpected areas of their life. Listen, Christmas has just passed for somebody. And while you're sitting here and you're reading uh, the Bible with us on our message and you're following along with us in this worship service, you're wondering to yourself, how is God going to move in the unexpected areas of your life? For some of you, God has already moved in the unexpected area of your life. Some of you thought that you might have encountered God in one way, but you've encountered him in another Some of you, you thought that you may have encountered God only in a religious service or only on a church campus or only in a Bible study God group. But somebody here today, you've experienced God and God has shown himself in the most unlikely of places. You know, one of the most funny things about COVID is that as you talk to people, as I meet new people and I talk to them and I ask them about the wonderful things that God is doing in their life, I hear the same anecdotal yet impactful statement time and time again. I'm meeting God in a new way. A lot of people, when this COVID-19 pandemic happened, when the social unjustice happened, when the social unrest happened, a lot of folks thought that it was just going to be vacation time. We're just going to have some time to just get myself together. And you thought I was just going to have time for myself and my family. And while all of those things are great and all of those things are needed, you met God in an unexpected time in your life. There was a recent Pew poll that said that most Americans said that while the pandemic may be viewed negatively, there were some positive results. 
42% of Americans say that one of the most positive things that has come out of COVID-19 has been an improved relationship with family. Some of you in here, God has been moving in the unexpected. Fractured relationships with friends have been repaired. Fractured relationships with families have been mended. Marriages have been put together. Family relationships between brothers and sisters have been healed. God moving in the unexpected. For others, you've seen God moving in the unexpected in terms of your peace. That mental clarity, that mental peace that may have evaded you pre-pandemic has now found you mid-pandemic. For some of you all, you ain't had as much peace as you've had in COVID. God moving in your life. God giving you a cool point of reflection. God giving you clarity. God giving you time to step back and to reflect and to see areas where he's kept you, where he's blessed you, where he's protected you, where he's guided you, where he's navigated you, where he's consoled you, where he's loved you, where he's nurtured you. God moving in the unexpected. And it's in these unexpected times that God moves in our lives. But the text says that when God moves unexpectedly, there are three things that we see. There are three things that we see that when God moves expectantly. When God moves expectantly, there are three things that it causes. The first thing that it causes is an accurate response. It causes an accurate response. Look at what the text says. Let's go straight to Bethlehem. Let's go straight to Bethlehem. There's something about God that when he gets all in you, you just have to respond. And the Bible says that these shepherds, after they had heard the angelic praise of the angels, that they were motivated to move and go straight to where they knew he was. So many times we talk about the presence of angels and so many times we talk about the presence of all of these spiritual beings and that is important. But the Bible testifies that angels look at us and are envious of us because of what God has given us in the gift of salvation. Angels look at us with envy and awe and say, man, can you believe that they have an opportunity to interface with God in such a way that that he can touch them and he's tangible to them? Angels are important, but their presence doesn't last always. They're messengers sent by God, and while they do provide divine protection, their presence is not always eternal. What are you saying, Chris? That God's presence always requires a human response, even in the absence of an angelic presence. See, the shepherds took responsibility for their own relationship with God. Somebody in here, you've been around choirs all your life. You've heard praises sung all your life. You've heard the things of God heralded all your life. And you haven't moved. But there's something about the worship of God that should cause you to stand up in such a way. There's something about the, just the mention of the name of Jesus that should cause you to get up in some way and say, thank you, Jesus. 
I need to get to where he's at. Somebody in here, are you trying to get to where Jesus is at? Are you allowing the praise and the worship to stir up something in you, stir up something that is, is so great that, that you can't just stay where you're at? God moving in the unexpected. But not only does God move in the unexpected, God, only, God also raises your expectations. God also raises your expectations. Look at what the text said. Let's go straight to Bethlehem then and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And when they came in a hurry and found their way to Mary and Joseph and the baby as he lay in the manger. Everything that the angels had said to them early in chapter 2 was true. And the Bible says that these shepherds who prior to hearing this praise of the angelic host had no aspirations of going to try to find the Christ child. But somebody out here, you can testify. Somebody out here, you know that when you have an unexpected encounter with God, it raises your expectations. First, it raises the expectations you have of yourself. Look at what the text says. The text says, let's go straight to Bethlehem then and see this thing that has happened. Something about an encounter with God, you can't stay the same way you were before you started praising him. There's something about God that when he gets all in your inside, there's something about God that when he infiltrates the interior of your heart, there's something about God that when you align yourself with him in praise and worship, that you just can't be the same. The Bible says that these shepherds not only sung the praises with the angels, the Bible says that when they left, they said, let's go straight to Bethlehem. Somebody in here, God is revealing himself to you. And instead of going, to straight, going straight to where he is, you're going the opposite way. You know, when I was in the club years ago, we had an old saying. We would say, don't run from it, run to it. Yeah, yeah. Don't run from it, run to it. And all I'm trying to say, somebody, if you remember back in them club days, don't run from Jesus, run to him. Don't go in the opposite direction of Jesus, run to him. Don't go somewhere where you know Jesus isn't, go to some place where you know Jesus is. Because when you align yourself with Jesus, you now position yourself to have eternal value, but also have temporal meaning. Because it's so important, because a lot of times we forget that we have to be just as much good on earth as we are going to be in heaven. Remember, we're talking about God in the unexpected. We're talking about God in the unexpected. The first thing you must remember, you must remember that you must recognize when God is moving in the unexpected areas of your life. You must recognize when God is moving in the unexpected areas of your life. But the second thing you must remember is you must, you must know how to respond when God moves unexpectedly in your life. You must know how to respond when God is moving unexpectedly in your life. Verse 18, and all who heard were 
amazed about the things which were told to them by the shepherds. But Mary treasured all of these things, pondering them in her heart. The shepherds are in shock. The Bible says that the things that the angels had testified to them, they went and they found Mary and Joseph. And the Bible says that once they've located Mary and Joseph, they then located the baby Jesus. Somebody in here, God has revealed himself to you. And much like the shepherds, you've started on the path that you know he wants you on. For the shepherds, they were on their way to Bethlehem to find the Christ child. For somebody else, you were on your way to church. You were on your way to a Bible study. You were on your way to a prayer session. You were on your way to the place you know God wanted you to meet, be so that you could meet him. And the Bible says that these men, that once they started this journey, they got there and what they realized was it wasn't just enough to be in the place of God, but they needed to make sure that they were coming to interact with the person of God as well. You know, all through this year, we've talked about not just having church, but being church. We've talked about how church is not just a building, but church is a a collection of people who, through their belief in Jesus Christ, are bonded and tethered together through faith in him. Because we realize that the place of worship is not as important as the person and the object of worship. See, these shepherds realize that finding where Jesus is is one thing. But there are more blessings in finding out who Jesus is. And all I'm trying to tell somebody is it's not just enough to find out where Jesus is. You need to find out who Jesus is. Introduce yourself to him. Make sure that when he's knocking on the door of your life that you don't just ignore it. Make sure that when you hear Jesus talking to you through prayer, through other relationships, through the message, through the sermons of pastor, through your talks through with your grandmother and your friends, make sure that you understand that you see Jesus reaching out to you and that you make sure that you position yourself so that you can get the best relationship you have with him. But here's the third thing about when God shows up in the unexpected. Not only should you recognize God showing up in the unexpected areas of your life, not only should you respond accordingly to God showing up in the unexpected areas of your life, the third thing is that you should reflect on the goodness of God showing up in the unexpected areas of your life. Look at what Luke 2 says, verses 19 and 20. But Mary treasured all of these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds went back glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen, just as it had been told to them. Mary has a unique position when it comes to this story. The Bible says that she treasured all of these things in her heart. 
But not only did Mary treasure all of these things in her heart, Mary pondered these things in her heart. And the Bible says that not only did she treasure these things, but she valued them. Now, if I'm Mary, I'm remembering back to the early chapter of Luke when the angel Gabriel came and announced the birth of Jesus. If I'm Mary, I'm remembering the great uh, connection that Jesus had in her womb with his cousin John the Baptist. If I'm Mary, I'm remembering the hard and arduous journey that I've been on personally, being married, being betrothed to a man, and then learning that I have been impregnated by the Holy Spirit with the child of God. And I can imagine Mary sitting back after she has delivered Jesus, just sitting, looking at all of these things, taking them in. And there's sometimes that God does things in your life where you just got to sit back and reflect on what he's doing. Here is Mary, mother to the expected Messiah who's impacting her life in unexpected ways. Sometimes God, even when he tells you what he's going to do, still surprises you in how he's going to do it. Somebody in here, God has given you a promise. God has told you something, and you know he's going to do it. You just don't know how he's going to do it. Somebody in here, God has showed you the what. He's even told you the why, but he hasn't showed you the how. You know, we have a, a favorite saying around here on campus. We're sitting here waiting on God, and God is sitting here waiting on us. Somebody in here, you need to leave room for God to move in the unexpected areas of your life. Stop trying to pigeonhole God into how you think he should be moving. Stop trying to tell God what's the best way he should try to get at you. Stop trying to tell God that this is the timing and this is the season and this is the way he should do it. Because when God has a plan, he unfolds it and he gives it to you in a way that's going to blow your mind. We're living in a season of God moving in the unexpected. He's moving unexpectedly in our world today. People all over the world are crying out for the name of Jesus. God moving in the unexpected. Folk all over the world being kind to their neighbor giving on themselves, community services, all of these projects increasing God moving in the unexpected. Churches all over the world who at the beginning of this pandemic didn't know how they were going to get through the pandemic now have hope and light because they see the hand of God moving even through this worldwide pandemic, God moving in the unexpected. Parents who thought there was no hope for their children and no hope for their family and no hope for their, fam for their marriage. God moving in the unexpected. When you trust God with the unexpected, he'll do great things in your life. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this day. God, we thank you for the gift of you moving in the unexpected. God, thank you for helping us to celebrate the 
expected Messiah who moved in an unexpected way. God, we want to pray that our intelligence wouldn't get in the way of you moving in unexpected ways. God, help our uber religiosity not to get in the way of you moving in unexpected ways. God, help us to remember the words of Proverbs 3, 5, that we should trust in you and lean not to our own understanding. God, help us to look for you in the unexpected areas in our life. Because God is in the unexpected where the blessings show. God, thank you for the unexpected possibilities that have been given to us in the expected Savior. God, we thank you and we love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. My, my, my. Come on, brothers and sisters. Let's thank God that he is a God in the unexpected, that he can show up in unexpected places, show up in unexpected situations and circumstances, uh, that he's a God that can do unexpected things. We thank God for Minister Chris Johnson today and the word that God has given to him to share with us on today. And uh, man, if you were blessed by that message, just, just put in the chat somewhere, just say, thank you, Lord, for that word. Thank you, Lord, for that word. And allow the Lord to speak to you through that. Now, if you're watching today and you are a person who knows the Lord, I want you to pray if you would right now, if you know the Lord. I want you to pray for somebody who falls into that second category, somebody who needs the Lord. If you're watching right now and you need the Lord, I can tell you right now, there's nothing greater you can give to God than to give him your life. If you've never asked the Lord Jesus Christ into your life, if you've never accepted him as Savior and Lord, if you're listening right now and you say to me, preacher, I want to become a Christian, how do I become a Christian? Well, if you would click on the link that says, I want to be saved, I want to become a Christian, I want to know how to give my life to the Lord, just click on the link and it will take you to a pre-recording there where I will show you how to pray the prayer of salvation, how to ask the Lord into your life uh, in order to confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. Uh, you have to be intentional in your prayer and this is a prayer that you can pray uh, along with me to ask the Lord into your life to come into your life. If you're looking for a church home and you believe this is where God wants you to be in terms of part of our digital church family, our I Hope Church family, and that's Internet Hope. We want to bring God's house into your home. We would love to have you part of our Internet virtual church family. If you live in the Houston area, you're certainly welcome to come and worship with us in person. But if you're in one of the 134 countries that we're being watched in, then we would love for you to join with us on the virtual platform. And we'll help you on the virtual platform experience what it means to be discipled, to become a follower of Jesus Christ, an obedient follower of Jesus Christ. Click on the link that says, I want to become part of the church and you can do that on today. 
Now, we always know that worshiping the Lord and giving is always in order. And there are six ways that you can worship the Lord in giving on the digital platform. If you haven't already worshiped the Lord in giving, I want to give you an opportunity to do that right now. Uh, whether it's GiveLify, Apple Pay, uh, Push Pay, whatever it is, um, give as the Lord has blessed you. Give as the Lord is leading you. And remember, God loves a cheerful giver. We want to make sure that we honor the Lord with our gifts. This is the last Sunday of the year. And if you're like some other people, I know you've kind of gone through the year. And because you haven't been coming to church, you really haven't been giving regularly. And so if you'd like to give and make sure your giving is counted and applied to 2021, uh, make sure you give on the digital platform. Take care of that. And I believe the Lord will be pleased as we continue to do the kingdom work that God is calling us to do. I want to thank the Theater Under the Sun ministry for their Christmas offering. Uh, man, they worked so hard on it. And, you know, we were trying to figure out how they would do something. Typically, they would do something live, but they wanted to do something on the digital platform. And and for many of them, this is their first time doing something in front of a camera like that. And so I want to applaud them and let them know how proud I am of the effort and the work and the job that they did under the leadership of Minister Mark Taylor and uh, Brother B. Lee and Sister Jade. Uh, just want to thank God for, for all of them and the work that they did in order to bring that production to pass. And you can still see that production if you missed it. Uh, not too late, still kind of in the Christmas season, right? You can uh, go to our website at goodhope.org and you can still see it there. Um, also want to let you know, uh, ministries, uh, volunteers, man, it's time for you to get started. Um, I've got a message for you on New Year's Eve night and a message set for the first Sunday. Man, it's time for us to re-engage. Um, we've gotten a little complacent. We've gotten a little lazy. Not everybody. We've done a great job. Uh, those volunteers who have come out to serve throughout the year, I want to thank all of you who have really taken our ministry to another level. Now it's time for us to go to another level. We need everybody to re-engage. So uh, small group leaders, our life group leaders, uh, our ministry leaders, we need you to get ready to re-engage. Those of you who have been watching, we need you to get ready uh, to re-engage. Uh, prayer ministry leaders, man, we need to get ready to re-engage. It's, it's, it's going to be tremendous this year. I'm looking forward to a great year in 2022. And I want to tell you something, being grateful God in 2022 has nothing to do with us coming back to the building because we've already learned that the building should not define or hinder our kingdom work or our societal impact. So we're looking forward to God doing some great things and uh, we're going to put aside the excuses. Uh, we're going to make sure we move forward and make the choices we need to make moving forward in order to maximize our impact for God in this world. All right. Uh, again, thank Minister Mark Taylor. Thank the praise team. Thank Minister Chris Johnson for sharing with us on the day. I hope and pray you've been blessed. And uh, listen, always remember, there's never been a better time for hope. All right. 
God is doing something wonderful in you. God is doing something wonderful in me. Let's keep on letting God do what he wants to do in us, to us, through us, and for us. And I promise we'll be better on the other side. God bless. Oh, oh, oh. 